Amen, amen, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for starting us on our way. We're just so thankful, glory to God, to be here on today. Where are we? The voice of the preacher. Thank you for tuning in this morning. I'm Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the Living God. Thanking you for sharing your time this morning with us. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for everything this far, thus far that our eyes have seen and our ears have heard and our hearts have felt as we got up this morning full of praise and thanksgiving. Thankful that you allowed us to have the strength to get out of our beds. Thankful that you woke us up this morning. We realize, Holy Father, that a lot of people went to bed last night and a lot of people didn't get up this morning, glory to God. So we want to thank you for what we have right here and right now. And it isn't because we're so good at anything special that we did. It's because you're so good and you're worthy of all praise. And today, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for yet being here in the land of the living. Thank you for our family and loved ones yet being in the land of the living. Thanking you for strength for your grace, for your mercy this new every morning. Lord, we come before you today with just thankful hearts, praising you because you're worthy of all praise. If we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't praise you enough. There isn't enough praise to glorify you because of who you are, Lord. You are Elohim, mighty creator. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. You are Jehovah Rapper. You are the God that heals us. You are Jehovah Nisi. You give us the victory. Glory to God and has given us the victory over our enemies through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are our peace. And in the times of turmoil, in the times of trouble, you give us peace that pass all understanding because of who you are, Father God. We give you glory and we give you praise. You sent your only begotten son to shed his blood for our sins. Lord, we say thank you this morning. We're just saying thank you. We just want to thank you, Lord. We want to lift our holy hands to heaven. We want to lift them up and give you all the praise and all the glory. You didn't have to do it. And it's not through any goodness of our own that you did, but because you're good all the time and all the time, you're good, Father God. And we thank you and we praise you and we love you on today, Father God. Anyone under the sound of my voice, amen, whatever their needs are this morning, somebody need a touch, they just need a healing, God. Somebody need deliverance, Lord. Somebody, somebody needs you in a real desperate way on today. Father, I pray that the Holy Spirit will sweep through the listeners' homes on this morning, Father God. Sweep through those homes, God, and let them feel your very presence. Let them feel your finger of love. Let them feel and receive that touch that will deliver them from the bondage, amen, of the spirit of infirmities, from the bondage that will where they need deliverance, glory to God, where every chain is broken in their lives from the bondage of that weight that settles down on them and around them, Father God. Let them feel your hand moved by your spirit in those homes on today and touch them, Father God. Only you can do it, but I'm asking because I believe that you sent your word this morning to set somebody free and somebody's been waiting on it. And I'm telling you right now, dear listener, all you have to do, clap your hands, praise the Lord, tell him, thank you, I receive it 
in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And watch him work. Watch him move in your life and in your situation right now. Father, I pray that the backsliders will return to you. I pray that those that don't know you the pardon of their sin will give their heart, receive the work that Jesus Christ did for our, uh, uh, provided on the cross for our sin. I pray that they will give their heart to you. Father God, I pray, Father God, that you will continue to strengthen your pastors everywhere, the churches that are set up over the world, Father God, that are striving to worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, I pray that you will touch the pastors and encourage them on today, God. Touch every congregation, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus and move in their spirit, heart, soul, body, in their life, Father, as only you can. And I ask that in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you, Father, that if and when we sin, that you will forgive us of our sins. And thank you, Lord, for forgiving us of our sins and cleansing us from all unrighteousness as we confess our sins, acknowledge them before you, and turn from them. And Father God, when we've done all that we can do, I pray that you'll give us a home. Father God, we're looking, amen, for that home that you went away to prepare for us, Lord. Jesus, amen, said in John chapter 14, I go to prepare a place for you. And Lord, we're looking forward to being in that place someday. Praying that you will continue to bless Paul and Diane Teagle and to the people, amen, that work at uh, striving to get social media out and to get mm -hmm. the word out over the airways, Father God, that given us place uh, in their stations, Lord. And we just thank you for it and ask that you will bless them with whatever it is that they stand in need of. Continue to bless mm -hmm. their family. We ask it, Father. We ask it for your praise and ask it for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for agreeing this morning, uh, coming into agreement, amen, with that prayer. I believe you prayed that prayer with me, but not only do I believe you prayed it, I believe you received, amen, that prayer into your heart and into your mind. I believe that the Holy Spirit, amen, his presence is moving through your house on today and moving in your heart, amen. And I just thank and I praise God for it. <laughs> Excuse me, because I know everything, God can do every and anything but fail, Glory to God. So there's no failure in the Lord. I trust him just like that. Now we're going to look, glory to God, to the word on today. And I want you to look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 18. And it reads, Wherefore, we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again. But Satan hindered us. But Satan hindered us. Glory to God. And that we're talking about, amen, what? A hindering spirit on today. We're talking about a hindering spirit on today. Why? Because we realize from the text that Satan, a man, is and sends out a hindering spirit. Of course, he's the opposition. So why would he want to send out anything that's going to help us or be a blessing to us? So what does he do to hinder us along the way? He assigns a hindering spirit to us to do what? They have an assignment. Paul said one of the things that that hindering spirit does, well, the chief thing that he does is to hinder you in your walk and, and in your way and in the assignment that the Lord has given you. And you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to have a title to be hindered of the enemy or even to have a hindering spirit. All you have to do is be saved. All you have to do is to have received the Lord into your life and you're a living testimony, a witness to him, glory to God, that will bring others to the Lord, that will bring others out of the darkness by seeing your light, letting your light shine before men so they can see your good works and bring glory to the Father 
which is in heaven so that they can glorify God. So don't think you have to have a title to have a hindering spirit. Nope. When you gave your heart to the Lord, guess what? You had a hindering spirit assigned to you. Glory to God. Even before then, even before then, even at birth, glory to God, even at birth, a hindering spirit was assigned to you to keep you from the Lord. And if it couldn't keep you from the Lord and it can't, it's up to you. It's up to you. But it could slow you down, glory to God, and have you standing still when you should be going forward. Why? Because that's his assignment from the enemy. And that is to slow you down and to wear you down <clears throat> and to bring you uh, one thing after the other into your life to where he's, he's hoping that he'll wear you out and you just plain old quit. You'll just throw in the towel. You'll just give up. That's what a hindering spirit does. Paul was explaining to the church right here in, in this chapter of 1 Thessalonians 2 and 18. He was telling them, I was coming to you. I, was, I wasn't just going to send a letter to you. I was coming to you in person. And he said that I would have. But what happened? Once and again, time and time again, paraphrasing it, because he said once and again in the Bible, but I'm saying time and time again, he said he had a butt that was in the way. Who was the butt Satan? He, what did he do? He hindered us. He stopped them from coming. Paul was going to take a word, amen, to them. But that hindering spirit that the enemy assigned, that hindering spirit that he sent, stopped him from doing that. Glory to God. Uh, hindering To hinder means to create difficulties for someone or something that results in a delay into an obstruction. It means to stop someone from doing something, to limit their ability, glory to God, to make things harder for them. Am I sounding familiar to somebody this morning as to what they're dealing with, glory to God, is something to cause a delay in your life, to interrupt your life from whatever you intend to do. Now, I know somebody can identify with that this morning. They're being hindered. How about every time you get ready to do something, every time uh, you're on a mission from the Lord, amen, and he's giving you your assignment, and you know what it is. You may be going to be the praise team at a revival. You may be the one that's going to preach the revival, but before you can get there, Guess what? Here comes something. Here comes one thing, the other. The wife and the children are going, but before that, one of the kids gets sick, so now the wife has to stay at home with the children, glory to God, a hindering spirit. You're one hour, maybe 45 minutes from your point of destination where the revival is being held and what happened? The car breaks down. I'm talking about a hindering spirit, glory to God. That is what the enemy do. He sent an evil hindering spirit to hinder you for the purpose, glory to God, to keep you from your God-given assignment. And I thank God, amen, I thank God that Jesus is still the answer. And glory to God, all we have to do is recognize it, bind that spirit, amen, loose yourself from it, send up a prayer, praise God, because we all have a predestined, uh, we all have a predetermined destiny by the Lord, predetermined by what? By God predetermined by God. God knew what he wanted you to be. God knew what your assignment from him would be, what your purpose from him would be, what your destiny, the destiny that he has for you. That's why he told Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter one, I know the plans I think for you. Cause guess what? Uh, in Jeremiah, he was letting him know that before your mother even uh, formed before you were formed in the womb of your mother. I knew you before you were ever born. I knew you. I ordained you. I called you a prophet to the nations. 
I knew what I wanted you to do before your mother met your father, before you were ever formed in her womb. I knew my assignment for your life. And guess what? The enemy knew that assignment also, praise God. And he set out to hinder, amen, to hinder Jeremiah, to hinder all the prophets and the people of God. And we are not exempt, dear heart. We are not exempt right here in 2022. We have our hindrances also, glory to God. We have our hindrance just as David had a hindering spirit. Guess what happened? David had to fight a battle with, with who? He had to fight a battle with Goliath. But how many of you know on today that the conflict always comes before the conquest, the thing that you have to conquer, the thing that you have to conquer, amen, that has been placed in your way to hinder you, the thing that has been placed in your way to stop you, glory to God. We have to do what? We're going to have that conflict. Always before the conquest, it'll come, but we are assured what the victory in Jesus. Amen. We are re we are to receive that, go out with it in our mind and our heart. We can't sit at home and say, I'm going to be hindered. I'm going to have a hindering spirit from the devil. I might as well just sit here because every time I get ready to do something, something come up. Well, guess what? It ain't new causes you. Something will come up. Glory to God. Look at what happened. Amen. David. King David had to have a, a, a conquest with who? He's not king yet now, but he had a conquest. He had a battle right there when they burned Ziglag. He and his men come in to find that their wives have been stolen and the place that they were staying there in Ziglag had been burnt. And then guess what? The men, his own men, thought about stoning him. But glory to God, what did David do? He realized, amen, that he had the victory. He had the victory. Even though he was feeling down, even though what they were saying was discouraging, even though he didn't expect it, he was blindsided by that. He didn't know that was going to be there. We don't know everything. We can't see everything. Some things the Lord purposely hide from us so that we can be strengthened, amen, when he makes them plain so that we can be strengthened and further trust him, glory to God. So David wasn't expecting to walk up on that, praise God, but it had happened. And there, amen, was a hindering spirit. Amen. And before he could be crowned king, he had to fight a battle. He had to enter, amen, into that conquest with the enemy. And with the grace of God, by the grace of God, what happened? He won. He won that battle. God told him to pursue. He asked God about it. He asked God, what do I do? What do I do? God said, pursue. Pursue them. You will recover everything. Now, what was happening? That hindering spirit was, and that's in 1 Samuel chapter 30. You can read it yourself. But what was going on, actually, that that hindering spirit wanted David to stop. He wanted him to sit down, throw in the towel. He wanted him to give up. Glory to God. He wanted him to be filled with depression, and he wanted him to lose his zeal and his zest for the Lord. And that's the same thing. Amen. Whatever God has told you to do on today. That's why so much is coming against you. It's to stop you. It can't stop you, amen. It's to block you. It's to hinder you. It's to slow you down. It wants to wear you down. It wants to wear you out so that you'll just plain old give up. Don't you do it. Why? Because the word of God says we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. And if we're conquerors, we have to have something to conquer. Uh-huh. Amen. We have to have something to conquer. The, sometimes a hindering spirit can be some form of infirmity in your body. Glory to God. You still 
have the victory in Jesus. We're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Glory to God. Sometimes Satan wants to take over your mind. Mind is territory. And a lot of battles fought, amen, in uh in the Bible were fought over territories, glory to God, over land, only the land, having your name there, and, and battles were still yet being fought to possess territories, and the devil wants the territory of your mind, glory to God, but you have to keep your mind stayed on Jesus, amen? You have to keep your mind stayed on Jesus and realize that the battle, amen, belongs to you, and victory is indeed yours. You're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ our Lord. Somebody go on the shout and say amen. I will not stop simply because, amen, of this hindering spirit. Glory to God. I'm going to make my way to the house of God. I'm going to make my way and I'm going to receive prayer. Glory to God. I'm going to praise the Lord and lift up the name of Jesus. If it's so bad I'm at home in my bed, then I pray your radio is tuned to 104.9 KYTN and the voice of the preacher. And you're receiving that encouragement that the Lord is sending you on today to continue to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Look at Jesus. Jesus is in the wilderness. Glory to God. In Luke chapter 4, verse Jesus is in the wilderness. And the enemy, amen, he's hungry. He's weak from fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Glory to God. He's, he's, used, he's weak from that fasting. Glory to God. And here comes the enemy, amen, bringing conflict, bringing a trial, bringing a test, trying to break him down where he will serve him rather than God, trying to make him abort his assignment, trying to hinder him. But Jesus, amen, comes out with the victory and he comes out stronger, amen, than when he went in. Glory to God. And he comes out, amen, of the wilderness into his ministry. Somebody is going through their wilderness on today. All you have to do is do as Jesus did. Resist temptation. Resist whatever the enemy is bringing to you by way to hinder you on today. Resist it. Bind that spirit. Pray against it. Loose yourself from it. Amen. And continue to go on. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Uh, Satan even tried to uh, kill the Hebrew male children uh, before their, their deliverer Moses could be born. He tried, amen, to get rid of them. Glory to God. But I tell you what. It didn't work. Why? Because what God has for you is for you. Glory to God. What God has for you is for you. All you have to do is believe it and receive it. Look at what uh, Paul instructed Timothy. 1 Timothy 1 and 18. Paul instructed Timothy to remember the prophecies and not allow the enemy to steal his God-given assignment. That's what he was doing. He told him to remember the prophecies that had gone before him and not allow the enemy, to steal his God-given assignments. It reads like this. He said, this charge I commit unto you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before you, that you by them might war what? A good warfare. That you might war a good warfare, no matter what hindrances. And Tim, Timothy was a young minister, and he was having a lot of hindrances coming at him through the people, through his congregation. Glory to God. Uh, a lot of them thought that he was too young to, to be pastoring them. It was just a lot of stuff that people were saying. And Paul was encouraging Timothy and telling him to remember. Amen. To remember. Glory to God. According to the prophecies which went before you, that you by them might war a good warfare. The prophecies that went before you. What is he saying? Going to what? Go to war with the word. Go to war with the word. Everyone at some point in time, a lot of people have a word of prophecy spoke to them, especially uh, in in the church. Prophets, prophecies, uh, different people will speak a word into your life. 
Timothy was one of those people that his life had been spoken into. People had prophesied, amen, to him what he was going to do. And he told him, you go to war. Go to war with the word that's been placed in you. Go to war with the word, amen, that's spoken over you. Life is going to consist of conflicts. You're going to have problems. Uh, you, you're going to attract. You're going to draw the attack of the enemy. Why? Because you're serving God. I mean, if Jesus did what? We're not greater than him. He didn't leave Jesus alone. He did for a season, but he just planned to come back at a better time. So he'll leave you for a season, but he's coming back. So you have to stay prayed up. You have to stay in the word of God. You have to fight the good fight of faith eh, huh? and war good warfare and do it what? With the word. You have to stay read, read up and prayed up. Continue to read the word and find yourself in the word. So if you have the attention of the enemy, guess what? You also have the attention of God. If the devil watching you, God is too. Huh? So who are you going to let guide you? God. He's there for you. He's there with you. Don't be overcome or, or, or defeated by the things and the hindrances and the stumbling blocks that the enemy put in your way. It's a hindering spirit. And we will not walk this life. We will not walk this life and do this work without that spirit's assignment on our life from the devil. To stop us, wear us out every time. You got to remember that there's always a battle before breakthrough. You say, I'm looking for my breakthrough. I'm waiting for my breakthrough. Every time I turn around, something's happening. Why? To stop your breakthrough. Because it's coming through. God has sent it. That hindering spirit is simply trying to make you give up, to make you doubt God, and to make you give up. Don't allow him to do that. God's not moved by your feelings. God's moved by your faith. Hebrews 11 and 6a says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God. So God's not moved by your circumstance, but God is moved by what? God is moved by his word. God has moved. He's moved by his word. And he is yet moving by his word. Glory to God. So whatever circumstance you're in, which is a fact or condition that's connected to an event or action, whatever circumstance you're in, whatever is going on in your life, just continue, amen, to trust God. Know that he will make a way for you. Know that when that hindering spirit comes up, don't wonder about what's going on. Know for sure in your heart that that's the spirit that the enemy has sent to distract you, to take away from you, to slow you down, or to just plain old pure old D discourage you with your walk in the Lord and make you throw up your hands and just fall back and give up and quit. Say, I'm through. That, that doesn't sound silly this morning. I know pastors who've done just that. You don't have any idea how many pastors uh, leave their platform, leave their churches, resign, quit in a week, in a month, in a year. You have no idea. This is a strong spirit. It's nothing to play with. It's something to recognize and to continue to encourage yourself in the Lord and know that if God brings you to it, God will take you through it. And even though the enemy strive to stop you, he didn't say the victory is the devil's. He didn't say the victory belongs to the hindering spirit. He said the victory belongs to you, his people. It belongs to us. He said we are more than conquerors. Conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. So that means each and every day of our life, each and every day of your walk with him, you're going to have something to conquer. Sometimes it just might be fear within yourself. Well, guess what? That's no small thing. That's a huge spirit. And it comes from the devil. God has not given us a spirit of fear. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. But of what? Power, love, and a sound mind.
and a sound mind. So we thank God, amen. We receive everything that's from the Lord, but we reject everything that's from the enemy. And we reject every hindering spirit that come along to stop us. We recognize it. We know what it is. We know the assignment. And we also know that if the enemy is watching us, God is watching us too. But not only is he watching us, he is with us every step of the way. And we can face our battles. We can face our conflicts. We can face whatever comes against us with the assurance. What? That we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And that's the word of God for the people of God. And Father God, I thank you and I pray that those listening will have received encouragement from this word. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that whatever hindrances, whatever roadblocks and pitfalls that the enemy place in their way, Father God, that you will continue to strengthen them, that they'll find their strength in you, and that they will be encouraged as never before, even if they look around and those that were with them are no longer visible, even if the enemy tell them that you aren't listening anymore. I pray, Father God, that they will recognize the tricks and the wiles of the devil and that they, Almighty God, will continue on their journey and do everything that you have called them to do, realizing that every battle, amen, every battle, we have the victory over if we'll only believe and go out and fight that battle in you. We thank you for the victory. We thank you for your love. We thank you for Jesus Christ. And we certainly thank you this day, amen, that you have given us. For surely this is the day that you've made. And we will continue to rejoice and be glad in it. And the church said amen and amen. And that indeed is the voice of the preacher on this great day. From the woman of God, the word of God, to the people of God. God bless you. God keep you. And continue to tune in to 104.9 KYTN each Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. to the voice of the preacher. I'm Apostle Barbara Bowden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the Living God, inviting you to come out. Join us. Visit with us. We'd love to have you. Our doors are open. Our heart is open. Our heart is open. And our arms are open to you. We're located at 1211 South Miles Avenue, Union City, Tennessee, service time. A morning worship, 11.30 a.m., Sunday school, 10 a.m. And don't y'all forget, uh, to those that are listening that belong to the church, we are not having Sunday school this morning, but we'll pick it right back up. The Lord say the same next Sunday. So God bless you. God keep you. And remember that I love you, but even more than that, God loves you too. Y'all have a great week in Jesus. And the church said, amen.